Rainbow Wrap-Up is sponsored by Hawaii Sports Fans. Come join us for every UH football game on the road at hisportsfans.com. Aloha and welcome to another edition of the Rainbow Wrap-Up. So this show is going to be talking a lot about the signings on Wednesday, December 21st, uh, which is a newer signing date. It's only about a five-year-old signing date before we used to have to wait to February. And there's still another February date, but it's something that's brought a lot of more excitement to the game. And I think it's really good uh, for, especially with the tw- transfer win. Of course, I got to bring in our boy, Twitter Famous. Sean Iman. What's up, Sean? What's up, Wayne? What's up, Shane? What's up, Twitter world? I'm back. What do you have to say to all your fans out there, uh, Sean? What do you have yeah. to say? All your fans are uh, listening to you right now. They're just waiting for you to speak. Say something. Right. Yeah, so I'm, I'm here talking on a podcast, and you're not. So, so with that in mind, we're going to have here a lot of for Sean coming up soon, but... We got to bring our boy, Lalo Head, Shane Agno. What's up, Shane? What's up, man? Missed you guys. Uh, it's been a crazy, weird past three weeks. So I'm glad to be back. A yeah. lot um, excitement in the air with early signing day. So uh, we got uh, kind of a bit to talk about today. We do. We do have a bit to talk about. Uh, here at Hawaii Sports Fans, we added a Super Bowl tour. I know a lot of you are, are excited about that. I've been hearing from a lot of Bills and Eagles fans as well. They're very excited about their team. I know the Chiefs fans, because we're going to be talking about the Super Bowls for years to come, of course, with Patrick Mahomes. But at the end of the day, I just want anybody everywhere because the Super Bowl is such a fun event. Honestly, you would have fun there. And um, in previous years on our tours, I always had a Super Bowl ticket included, um, which is important to get into the game. But this year... I'm going to do the tour where you actually don't have a Super Bowl ticket. You can come and be a part of all the Super Bowl events because it's just a crazy weekend. I can't even tell you. Just like anybody, if you've been to a large international event, celebrities converge on it. Big corporations have parties. I don't know. You guys kind of see at Sony Open in Hawaii, right? How the corporations take over tents. And just imagine tents way even larger than that set up all over a city and one time I went to a Bud Light, those Bud Light party where they like let you in and they don't know who's going to show up. Bud Light House, you have to be invited. And I got somehow got let in from somebody in the front and Nicki Minaj showed up. I was like, this is insane. Jeez. And like performed. That was crazy. That was when I was in Phoenix, very first Super Bowl, which is about nine years ago now. That's, so that's right. It's going to be our eighth Super Bowl at Hawaii Sports Fans taking a tour. So we're really excited. Come join us, hisportsfans.com and see what we have in store. But let's talk about this recruiting class. Um, Sean, just give me one name, Sean. Actually, before we get into the names, your overall assessment, because you seem pretty positive about uh, what you've seen so far. Yeah, like I was saying before uh, we went on, I I think there's only been two years where I thought, man, we did kind of crappy. But, you know, congrats to Timmy Chang and staff for uh, casting a wide net all over the globe to put this class together. You know, American Samoa to England, uh, Australia, the States, and even from, you know, all over the, uh, the Hawaiian islands. So mm-hmm. I, I think he did a great job. You know, a lot of surprising and like, we're going to be a lot bigger next year, bigger, faster, stronger. So 
I'm excited about that. Shane, your assessment right off the bat. I'm just kind of thrilled with the fact that a lot of these kids kept their word. Um, I know we had some early verbal commitments, but as the season progressed and how, you know, we didn't have the season as we would, we all thought, or we all wanted, I thought a bunch of them would, you know, change their verbal and decide to go somewhere else, or especially with the world of college football and, you know, poachers everywhere. So I thought Mm. for sure that a bunch of these kids were going to change their mind, especially in this day and age of college football. So the fact that all the big names decided to stay, you know, the three headed monster from Bishop Gorman, LA, and then we got a bunch of names that, just popped up out of nowhere, you know, like all these names. So 26 early day signees. I don't mm-hmm. ever recall having that many in the past, you know, in the past recent yeah, It's year. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a, a lot, lot. A lot different story than last year, yo. Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we had a net negative, I think, last year. Ne- right. Negative 26 at this point last year, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, yeah, like to, to build off what Shane was saying, it's it's a credit to Timmy Chang and the staff for building those relationships, for keeping him up, and for staying on those guys. Definitely, absolutely. So, I think this is a proud day for Timmy Chang and his staff. And like you said, the, the diversity because diversity is what makes the world great. And that's we what have makes so Hawaii much, great. That's what makes Hawaii amazing for yeah. sure. But this this has diversity. We're going to talk about some names that pop up for us because that is something that really striking how many names there are. So, I mean, the Australian kid, ever when they announced his name, and we're talking about Eddie Ose in, in I can't Kintia, even say it. Yeah. But he's a world-class sprinter, which is really cool. Um, and he competed in the last two world championships, and he's a New Zealand 100-meter record of 10.08 seconds, which could have won the Olympics at one point in time. Um, so this is, I mean, it's amazing at the same time, you know, he's never played football ever. So it's crazy. Can he catch the ball? That's like Timmy was like, Hey, there's a guy at the park, like we're playing catch or something. And he's like, you, you get in, you're going to play on the team. I give you money. (laughs) Wasn't that like necessary roughness where they had the guy that they had the sprinter and and just run. Yeah. But I mean, he seems like, I mean, he's probably super, um, intelligent and, and well-rounded and talented and which a lot of those kids from that area when they come to um, international types they have to adjust really quickly and I'm sure the game of footy footy in Australia is getting a lot of recognition these days so so who did we beat out for that guy is there was there anybody well it's the thing that's the thing when you can corner the market and that's how it was in hawaii right when hawaii was getting samoa tonga and all these other pipelines we were cornering these markets i mean at least in kids from hawaii we were cornering our own market and then we lost that you know somewhere in who knows 80s 90s but the thing is like we have to always be creative wherever you are this is run like a corporation like not just the program which it is it is a corporation that's why we're so critical of expenditure and revenue and because that's all what how a business would run that's how and and just this football is a microcosm of the program and that it gets the majority of the funds but it also needs to distribute the majority of the funds so we need to find ways to diversify you know how we do business and 
one way is to find markets, micro markets that nobody really touches. And yes, it is strange, but it's very June Jones-esque. And that's one thing about June that I would have liked to see him coach right away. Of course, I'm glad Timmy is there. We are always behind the Timmy hire, but it would have been nice to have June's mentorship because June would have helped him through these things and not been able to take the heat off of Timmy. Um, Even though Timmy came out really great, I think, on this time. I'm very proud of him. But June, um, you know, would do things like this. And I think Timmy is following that. So I think it's really cool that Timmy's doing that because that's something June would do. June would have been able to mentor him on the day-to-day stuff of, you know, just being a head coach, you know, divvying up the time and, you know, just being that, that model, you know, I, it's, it's, it's a tough deal that Timmy walked into, but you know, it's, it's, he, he's been doing the work, so you can't say that this recruiting class is the fruits of that. But so who is your person, Sean, that you wanted to talk about? So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm excited about this class, but the one guy that like jumped out to me was um, Tala Uliata from Waipahu. You know, we, we, I watched a couple of games on TV, mm-hmm. the one at your house. Yeah. And like the kid was just <laughs> making plays all over the field and just, you know, s- scoring touchdowns left and right. And it's like, you know, I was talking to our Timmy and it's like, you know, wouldn't he look good in, in uh, UH colors, you know? Yeah. We could use him as a slot, you know, get him out of the backfield do some wildcat with him. Uh, I just, I'm, I think we, the thing that we missed this year was a lack of dynamic playmakers. Mm. And, and this kid is a playmaker. You know, we need, yeah. we didn't really have a Calvin Turner, yeah. you know, the gadget player. Not at all. And I, I feel like this kid could, could fit that role like immediately. You know, he so, kind of reminds me and I'm not sure if it's a fair um, comparison, but Nishigaya. Yeah. So, yeah, he kind of reminds me a little bit of um, Ishigaya yeah. and that Koali because, yeah. you know, they're kind of undersized and underlooked. Yeah. But I think I'm a little bit more excited. I think he's a little bit more ready, uh, yeah. maybe. And Ishigaya, I think, is still improving um, but and, and is capable of making those dynamic plays. But I think some people may overlook guys like them anyways. And that's what our, our, our program is built for because people grow so much and not just physically grow, but <laughs> grow until, you know, when it comes to the game, their IQ grows intent way, way more. It's because of college, the coaches are coach you so different in every yeah. sport. Your coach is very different from high school, which because it's their job. Like they're getting paid a lot of money to be there. So they to literally just, just coach you. Look um, at the transformation that Peter Manuma made from the beginning of the year to, you know, the weight program. And he put on yeah. like 30 pounds of muscle. Just yeah. his body structure is totally different. From so yeah, those guys we can get um, to that next level in our program. Um, but there are some that are ready. And I know Shane is going to talk about one of them because he's excited about this guy who is a beast. Um, but talk about your guy, Shane, that, you're, that really kind of stands out for you. Well, like Sean said, I'm stoked about, you know, keeping uh, our local boys home. So shout out to uh, Uilata and Sangapolutele, of course, Meyer, Ahel de la Cruz. You know, thank you for staying oh, Shout out. Mahalo. Representing the 808, man. Um, but, you know, for our, our team to improve, and we need to improve, like, quick, we have to go to JC route. And this guy... 
Daniel Williams that they picked up D line from Trinity uh, Trinity College. Mm-hmm. Man on paper, I mean to to be D line and to have ninety nine tackles, twenty five tackle for loss, and nine and a half sacks in one season, and also fumble, force fumble, and block the kick. I mean, and he was first team All Southwest. Uh, football conference last, uh, this past season. So for me, football is a game of the trenches. Yeah, we need O-line and we need D-line. Amen. Uh, this past season, we couldn't get any pressure on the quarterback is why, you know, we're getting burned, man. I mean, it's being a defensive back, it's almost impossible to continually yeah. guard your receiver if you if the opposing quarterback has five six seconds to throw so with with hopefully this d-line high then we can we can um wreck some havoc yeah uh, on the on opposing quarterbacks man we need that rush so shout out to all those fans of netflix's cheer the show because <laughs> shane just mentioned uh trinity valley college and they're they were the champs. Oh no, I don't hope I wasn't spoiling anything, but um, they are really, they fought against Navarro, which my sister, who's a cheerleader at Milani, she's really into cheering and that culture. And they all apparently know of these Navarro kids even before Netflix. But it's funny that he ended up playing for Navarro and Trinity. So that area is very intense. Obviously we don't need to talk very much about Texas football um, for you to get the point, but it is exciting to have Hawaii associated with those areas still, because even after Graham, we're still going into those areas that we oh. thought we needed to oh. <laughs> that we thought that we needed to fill in. So it's like we didn't really need ground, I guess, to get into Texas. Um, that bad anyways. Um, I love can, yeah, can like I, you said the size. Oh, what were you gonna say? Yeah. Can I can I say something for a second? I just gotta give like props to Timmy Chang for like the way he recruited when they guys did their official visits, the places he took them, he showed them like the real Hawaii. He brought them to the North Shore secret island. Mm-hmm. You know, he was bringing, he was showing, like, showing the best of Hawaii. Yeah. And when you don't have the facilities, when you don't have the the great stadium, you know, you got to lead with Aloha. And These are the facilities. These are part. The yeah. island is an extension of the campus. You, you, UH Manoa, I mean, I went to a very beautiful college campus that's very right. expensive. That That's what they do is spend money. But UH Manoa doesn't need to be like that because... They're literally in the most beautiful place in the world, the best place in the world, the best island in the world. To, yes, but, so to showcase know, so. that stuff <laughs> and to lead with what we do best, that's just, and that's why I think we got a lot of these guys because mm-hmm. he yeah. showed them the right places. He showed them not the, the you know, his backyard with a pool. There's yeah. a lot more to Hawaii <laughs> than that. So, yeah. What then Kahala then then being yeah. there and okay. I'm just I'm just saying oh, make all, kind, all kind of references to your Texas well, friend, your other Texas friend. <laughs> but you know, I in in terms of Texas and Texas size things, I think six eight and three hundred and five pounds from even if he's from Bedfordshire, England, which is cool as well, because he, he went to Garden City Community College, which is one of those was one of the best colleges as well, I believe, in JUCO. Um and so he's six eight three oh five, and they're one of the best passing teams in JUCO. That's pretty exciting. I love JUCO transfers. Um, you know, another thing that I love that I wanted to bring up, which is kind of a trend, 
that we're seeing in the high school ranks now, especially for kids, especially now for kids my age, I would say kids my age and they're, they're turning 40. Um, but mm-hmm. now that they're having a lot of uh, millennials are having their kids go to high school, even on the mainland. But I feel like that's having a positive effect on UH because a lot of those kids now know back. what the mainland is like. So there's no more, I need to, I need to go home. I mean, I care about the mainland. There's more, I'm ready to come home. And you have kids like that again on this, um, like the Hisatake kid as well. We had a Hisatake on our team before. You guys remember? Yeah. Was it, was it Ray? Yeah, Ray, Ray, Ray. Hisatake, right? Yeah. But it doesn't Lionel say Ray. anything about relation on you here. Cousins. That's his cousin. Mm. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah. UH on their official thing doesn't have yeah. anything but there was about... An article. Uh, article okay, because they, they just say, Yeah, we cousins, eh? yeah, yeah, cousins. yeah, literally cousins, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, some other uh, people that you may have some um excitement about, I mean, because you said size, the um, Isaac Manga Leo, um, <laughs> he was on TV a few times, I believe, as well. At uh, he was a big guy, six seven, three twenty, uh, Campbell High School, that's pretty cool. It's cool and that get we're getting kids that are um well there's no. there's no rumors that's the thing the- he was in Florida that's right he was in Florida so he doesn't need to go back to Florida he doesn't or to the mainland he knows what it's <laughs> like on the mainland but Shane like you said um some of those guys like this kid from from uh, Texas uh <laughs> you know uh what do you think about the Juco route that's always been something that UH has invested in, in a lot of its programs right in basketball as well but mm-hmm. do you think that that some people say like, oh, well, those kids, like they're only there for a short time. But it seems like now with the transfer, it's almost the same thing, right? Yeah, it's almost the same thing. But yeah, I mean, like I mentioned earlier, for us to have to turn this team around, we need some experienced players. You know, it takes time to develop kids straight out of high school, you know, as far as getting them <clears throat> physically ready for that college football. I mean, whenever you go up a level, whether it be from high school to college and then from college to the NFL, it's like total different animal. You got to, you got to prepare, man. So going the JC route where kids are already kind of mentally and physically prepared to play in the college football atmosphere. I think that's, Definitely, we need some JC transfers. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty stoked. Man. Yeah, I think I'm stoked by this as well. I think it's a really solid class. Mm-hmm. I mean, because we say we need we have solid Juco, we have solid high school, mm-hmm. we have solid international, mm-hmm. which is an untapped market. It really is. Even Europe. I mean, like this camp came from the NFL Academy. So he learned probably he got fundamentals that are probably really good. That's why it's not a really a bad thing to teach kids later in life because they don't have the same habits that they were instilled were instilled in them when they were kids, right? Like even how what's his face when Mike McDaniel was saying that Tua's mechanics were trash <laughs> at Alabama, and I was like, "Wow, you're gonna go after a quarterback guru and his mechanics that because he's one of the first. Um, Vince passes at St. Louis to instill, and he's a guru, guru, and he's been a lot of gurus. And you're Mike McDaniel. I mean, okay, you're rich and you're an NFL coach, but Vince passes probably forgot more football than he knows. Um, but 
I don't, uh, that's one of those things, right? It's like, okay, things are going to change eventually later on. But Tua, I mean, Tua is obviously was able to adapt everywhere, Alabama, Hawaii. Um, but this kid from New Zealand uh, is like, I think, like how June Jones converted kids, mm-hmm. a lot of kids, like obviously Tony right. Ockham, who was at the game, right. the basketball game uh, recently. Um, so Tony Ockham coming from the basketball Ikai team. Ikai Kalama Francis. Ikai Kalama too. Francis. When he was at um, um, Fresno, I covered the Hawaii Bowl. Yes, I had media credentials and access because I do get access on my own if I need to in the form of media credentials. Hint, hint, and, but um, at the access, Hawaii, huh? I covered the Hawaii Bowl, Fresno State versus Houston, I believe. Or SMU. Mm-hmm. Fresno State versus SMU. Mm-hmm. SMU versus Fresno. So June mm-hmm. Jones played, and the the player, the MVP of the game, and I wrote about him, was a 6'8 DN, a, mm-hmm. like a rush end that June Jones converted as a discus thrower or as a – he threw um, mm-hmm. something else. I don't shot, know what, put. shot put. Shot put, maybe. Maybe yeah. a shot put. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. June Jones – recognize the potential so these guys see the potential and speed is as speed is i mean obviously you need to hold on to the ball you need to you, those are good those are good mechanics to have instilled as a kid as well um but at the same time you know you want to be able to find untapped markets that's how businesses work right businesses corner markets the thing is there's a lot of that that pertains to college and the way a college sport is run you have to get assets but you also need to find markets um, and find capital that um, in places as well, build capital in communities and in places where are, are low hanging fruit, right? For us in Hawaii, yeah. we are, I believe, the Asian Pacific, the school of the Pacific Ocean. We are the D1 school. I mean, obviously, like the West Coast schools are close to the Pacific Ocean, but we are literally connected by our people, our racial makeup our genetic makeup our indigenous makeup we are connected through um you know austronesia all the way through polynesia melanesia micronesia into taiwan philippines malaysia i'm and serious and then really american football will continue to grow i think in my opinion i think soccer is going to continue to grow too i don't think they're fighting against each other i just think mm-hmm. fan excitement which is why i'm behind and we talk about how fan experience is affected because fans drive and kids, they like to, these Gen Z kids, they love betting. Sound like an old person now. Um, these Gen Z kids though, they love gambling. So I think that's going to be even more about that, about sports. And that's just natural, even though I don't, I don't do it. It's not something I've ever done. Um, put money on, on sports, but the same time, like I can see the appeal and I can see it growing the experience of a fan. It's not, not taken away. I don't, I think it's unhealthy if people don't know how to stop or don't know how to gamble responsibly. Absolutely. But at the same time, that's how the NFL knew I has knew I had to grow. Remember just 10 years ago, they Vegas, were like, baby. you don't go to Vegas. 10 years ago, they Vegas, were like, we'll baby. never yeah. go to Vegas. Never, never. Don't even bring up Vegas. Never, well, Jerry Jones never, never going to happen. Vegas. Well, a lot of things. Kroenke, once Kroenke was like, I'm going to leave Rams and I'm serious about going back to LA. They were like, wow, everything's in motion. And we're going to start going to different places, but it was, it was more because societally, right. Vegas was associated with gambling and insolence and debauchery. It's not, it's not, it's not associated with a lot of those things. And I mean, those things are still readily found in Las Vegas, but at the same time, societally perceptive, it's not Vegas is becoming more of a family 
place now to take sometimes your whole family. No, I mean, but I mean, there have so much, there's so much diversity of shows. Yeah. I mean, and food. I mean, they have restaurants from all over the world there in Vegas now. So I can see the appeal. And now that people are going to Vegas, people have softened their stance towards things like gambling. That's why it's okay. That's why so many states are legalizing it now that you can play on your phone as long as you're standing in that state. So people are driving to borders, literally in the US, mm. to gamble. Driving from LA, from Cali to the Nevada, Arizona border so they can go on their phone and make the bets because you can't do it in California yet. And they, they want to do it here. But now that I'm saying those parts of the game are going to be infringing on the college game as well it's going to be a part of the college game as well i mean even more because now i mean like we say we'll never bet but now we're open to betting and making now we'll never bet on college sports but now that college is taking nil money i think all bets are off <laughs> not to make a pun <laughs> i kill myself <laughs> anyways um I really do believe that this is a good class as well. I mean, we wanted to vote this show. Yeah, it's it's like a mix. So. It's like a mixed plate. You know, they say you got a little bit of this and a little bit of that. You know, some JUCO, some high schoolers. Yeah. So I, I'm very pleased with what Timmy put together. But something that Shane said earlier about um, the trenches, because I believe that's where it starts too. I love the flash. We all want to see the skill position players put on work but yeah. really the game is one in the trenches if you're losing Absolutely. if your o-line is getting obliterated it's over you can't do anything to address it on both sides is really pleasing to see and to get guys that i think could have gone other places that's the thing is like these guys had to choose uh so even despite the and that's the thing despite even the stadium situation these kids still picked uh even though they're, yeah, they're never, they're that. never going to play in Aloha stadium. Even if it gets built, they're but never going to play. The thing is like, the thing that's sad is like, there's so much exciting. And that's what people confuse when they think that people like Shane and Sean and me and myself or anyone, not to point out ourselves, but whenever we say anything that's even slightly critical, they think it's, a, it's against the school or it's against oh. Timmy. And it's never is like, we don't, we don't even criticize. We've never ever said anything about Timmy himself on the show. That was ever criticism, definitely about like um, his staff, some of their choices, but, and some of, of course we questioned some of Timmy, but he's never taken hard criticism from us, which is unlike any other Mountain West school, even Um, all the podcasters um, definitely levy criticism. But the point is like, we do, we're trying to keep, yeah. uh, You know, the school, you know, accountable because the fans will come out because of what Timmy is doing, but the fans will come out when the school is not, making it when the school is making it so hard for them. So like I said before, everyone is behind Timmy. I don't discount the love Hawaii has for UH football, not just Timmy Chang, the program itself, UH, the Island of Oahu, the Island of Kauai, the island, all the islands have love for UH. We talked about this in the paper that the school is the school of the state, but you need to make it easy for them to get to the game. You need to make it easy for them to watch the game. Haven't you ever just wanted to experience SoFi Stadium, the building, the atmosphere, the electricity, but just didn't want to deal with the parking and all the planning that went along with it? Well, that's why Hawaii Sports Fans is here. We got the best tickets, the best seats for you. Plus, we got your transportation. We got your parking. We got all the little pilikia that you don't want to worry about. Let us deal with all that humbug because that's the difference at Hawaii Sports Fans from any other company is that we're going to get you that fan experience that you really can't get anywhere else. It's going to be a private experience. It's going to be a lot of VIP amenities, 
of course, wherever we go, because you are the VIP when you come with Hawaii sports fans. Uh, but we just want you to make a memory and have fun. And that's the most important thing. You're going to put that money down. We want you to have fun and have something to look back on and reflect on for the rest of your life. So check us out, hisportsfans.com, hisportsfans.com. Or check us out on social media, at hisportsfans on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Hawaii Sports Fans. Come find us. Come connect with us and come join us on the road because there's really, really nothing like it. We've been doing it for 10 years now and it just keeps getting better. If you if yeah. you make it harder for them, how can they engage? So that's what we're criticizing. We're criticizing the barriers that have been put up to creating new fans and creating a fan base rather than and even creating corporate sponsorship. The cooler, right, something becomes. Can you imagine in Hawaii, somebody wants to be associated with Aloha Ware or Asato or anything, anything that Shane Agno endorses? I mean, basically, those are the cool things in Hawaii, right? Like, we know what's cool. Like, those guys know they're cool. Like, Asato knows whatever they pull out. They're like, guys, let's make up, like, dirty bubble gum that came from the Harry Potter collection of jelly beans. And they're going to be like, yeah, that's a great flavor, great flavor, all of them. Even the snot and the grass. So like, yes. And people would be like, oh my God, lining up around the whole street. That's the kind of power Osato has. And what they do is make sherbet. They're not like, they're not like creating a super drug. I mean, it is almost like a drug to eat that sherbet, but just the power of making something and branding it in a way and getting a buzz and to have a giant budget. Osato's budget is not on the level of UH, University of Hawaii, or even the football team. I'm pretty sure. Who knows? They could be rolling in dough and being like, bro, did you see us going to Disneyland again on Instagram? I'd be like, yes, I did. And that was impressive. But um, Asato is cool. Like I look at them like, gosh, those guys are cool in Hawaii. Like they are a brand that people know that's newer, even that's hip. That is simple. Like they're not, they show the whole process. They show us the whole process of what they do. They're so transparent. Right. They're like, I mean, I'm sure that maybe they add other stuff after they show us the video and they probably do. But, you know, it, it's it's something that is island driven. And that's why I'm saying like in Hawaii, like doing things like the green, which was a good start. Right. I mean, we didn't see things like that. But despite all of that, of course, and that's something we talk a lot about the show. Timmy Chang has still been able to wrangle players in, which is impressive, which is which makes it even more impressive. Um, quite frankly, because let's ar- we can argue whether the, the facilities got worse from, you know, when June used to argue about them and all the on-campus stuff that finally got better, then the stadium itself took a hit. I mean, some people won't agree with that. Some people do believe that T.C. Ching is better than Aloha Stadium. And I, I think we're, well, I mean, Shane is just laughing. Shane is just laughing. But people believe like, that. Well, I mean, there well, are people about- that are like, how, are you kidding me? It's so much better. Like, what? Okay, so much better is a what plan are you on? I'm sorry. If you want to say they're at least the same, I'll let you argue no. that and I won't agree it. But no. people that are like, it's so much better. I'm like, okay, 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 come on. But the, but what's cool at the same time is that these kids came and did their visits there and we're still like, well, this is I'm smaller coming. than my high school, but yeah. sure, I'll come. You know, so that was great. Shane had a few laughs though there weren't Shane, but because I mean Shane, Shane, you know, Shane talked about it earlier. We had that bite on our Instagram talking about you know the experience of his friends, and we've seen it with our friends. We've seen the attrition of fans just being like, I can't deal with this. And my friend Sarah, 
By the way, we're going to get our seats. Shout out to them finally selling the seats, like we said. Yeah. Um, so uh, season ticket holders are getting. I know, Shane, you're getting yours. I'm getting mine. Um, section B, uh, row three, seats one and two. Nobody take those. Those are my seats. They better verify. But anyway, mm-hmm. Shane's getting his seats. He might not want to say it out loud. Something. Oh, <laughs> I already sent my email anyways right away. Um, but I thought that was a cool situation as well. Um, but yeah, recruiting, anything else that you guys want to add about that? Uh, like, like you guys said, man, shout out to Timmy, shout out to the whole coaching staff for, you know, developing a relationship, a genuine relationship with these kids because that's the only way they chose to come here. I mean, yeah. like you, like you guys all said, it ain't the facilities, nope. but yeah. it's just the culture the ohana the love the the, yeah the aloha spirit so shout out to this coaching staff man that's it's um it's brooding brewing a lot of excitement going into uh next season and and we can't forget about the the current stars that we already have like maluma um heinz you know ashley brian lee uh, we still got Panoki, Nishigaya. We got mm-hmm. Winded Ho'ohuli that's, you know, going to be playing. So, I mean, there's nothing. I mean, we can't get any worse, right? Well, I mean, we yeah. can get <laughs> <laughs> well, we say that a lot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, it's looking very promising, man. It's, yeah. it's looking promising. Well, so, I, yeah, I'm proud of the both of you, though, for keeping a very even-keeled tone uh, when it comes to... <laughs> Honestly, I think the media, because to me, I, I'm very positive of, I'm, I feel very positive about this signing class. And I think I'm pretty good at staying even keeled, but even I'm like, wow, I'm very impressed with it, but it could mean all, it, it could all mean nothing. We know this. It's just like the draft at the mm-hmm. NFL or the NBA. Like you don't know, but at the same time, what Shane brought up is more about what Timmy can control, which is the culture which is how he presents Hawaii. And that's what we're talking about for the entire program. That's what we always talk about, the things we can't control. And obviously having, embracing, yes, who we are. Who we are, I'm so proud of. I love like foreign culture. I love language. I love everything, but I'm so proud to be Hawaiian. Oh my God. And being from Hawaii. So you bring the flag to every game. I do. Yeah, I do. But I'm saying like, it's enough. There's enough to be proud of. There's, there's enough, and we can't even. Well, and it, you know, if you want to stick a cherry on this, you know, a certain Clemson quarterback wants to come here and just, you know, blow the, the top off this thing. I think it's just good, like seeing our logo next to Oregon and Oregon State. Whether we get them or not, I think it's just cool. It's good exposure for the program. Exactly. So, yeah. um, we're gonna do this show again next week. We're gonna have our last show of the year rundown. Uh, Sean will have his his season ending report card and then well oh, it's not pretty and so we'll hear about that and then we can get, then sean gets to be in the hot seat over his twitter storm that he started oh. and we're gonna blame him but at the same time it, it sparks a really important conversation um about fans about people that are not really fans that are kind of fans people that are fans but also do other things and in hawaii it's a very small island so it's not about it, it's just about you know, how Twitter has been a tool for that as well. And something we talk about, obviously another Twitter episode with Hawaii football, but we keep it exciting. I have to admit, like it's always fun. Um, But at the same time, 
you know, I think it's an important conversation because we we want to keep our, our listenership engaged and we want to keep giving factual information. And that's what we do here. And we all are well connected, you know, and I've worked in that, like it's the NCAA, I've worked division two level. I've, I've even, like I said, media credential through Hawaii sports fans, through Yahoo sports, through Samoa news, which was interesting. I didn't have to do any Samoan at least, but I would have tried to as my best Samoan, but um, you know, just, just you know, outlets that have used you, me. You so. wouldn't have the two of us on this show if we were running BS. And, exactly. And causing trouble and doing that. like, like I, I take it seriously. You know, like the position I hold, you know, I, I've worked very hard to get to this point. Yes. You know, as a fan of, you know, the yes. Seahawks and UH, yeah. it's, 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 yes, it's not, not questioned. Something it shouldn't be, be questioned. Taken yes. lightly. Exactly. Like, and yeah, we'll talk at least, about that at least, week. yeah, we'll talk about that next week, but it's just like honesty and, you know, people would can't say, it, you know, and that's that thing. It's Twitter, but you know, there it's a double-edged sword, obviously, because oh. there are parts of it that have really enhanced all of our experiences as being fans. But um, yeah, we'll talk about that next week. So a lot to really listen for for next week. Um, but for Shane and Sean, go check us out first. HSportsfans.com. I gotta always plug um, HS Sports fans. Go check out Super Bowl tour. We're gonna have a lot of tours coming up soon. Um, once my webmaster gets behind it, he's like, um, you know, me. So that's hard for me. But I'm also put out a movie recently. You can go check it. It's two minutes long. It's on YouTube now. <laughs> and I edited it myself, too. But some of you, like, love Christmas movies. I know um, that a lot of women do. But also a lot of men as well. So um, it's it's pretty fun. I, and, I, and, I, and I created those things. So I, I put a lot of work. It was fun. But it was also something not to do with sports. But then again, I had sports in it as well. So I guess I feel in that respect. Um, but it's called Cider and it's um, just put up Cider Wink Wait, so it's probably pop up on Google since I have it on YouTube and they love showing all the YouTube results right away um, but thanks to everybody for listening for a great year uh, for a great year of travel excited about 2023 but we'll, we'll wrap it all up next week wrapping so. it up for Shane and Sean this is Wayne I'll talk to you folks next week Aloha Merry Christmas Go Rainbow Wrap-Up is sponsored by Hawaii Sports Fans. Come join us for every UH football game on the road at hisportsfans.com.